one of the points I was going to make was from Acts 4.35. Well, that's basically is when in the early church, right? When, um, you know, of course, the spirit of God was moving in a powerful way, right? And then the people, so when you get an opportunity to read that chapter, it's powerful, all the people, what they did. It, it, it did, did what they did, a lot of people in churches are not doing it today. It's quite different. But they were not possessive. What they had, they knew was not theirs. There was such a tremendous unity and love in the early church that they sold everything they have and they distributed to people who had need. But at one point, the Bible said that they brought all that they had and laid at the apostles' feet. Mm-hmm. They just brought it to the apostle. And so the apostles were able to take that and distribute it. They didn't take it to themselves. That's the reason why I believe we give to need, not to greed. Right? Like, you give to need, not to greed. And I feel like sometimes the, what we see is this greediness. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. So, 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 so into me. And you're not seeing... You don't even see the need. Cash, money, cream. Cash rules everything around me. That's what we know. That's all our lives. That's everything we work for because we believe that money can answer all things. Money is a God to us. Money is like God. And how does that parallel to our Christian walk, right? Like if God is everything to us, Should we ask him for money? Should ministers ask people for money? How does money play a role in our Christian life? Can we use money to be blessed? You know, like I sow money to get more money. Can I sow money to get healing? Is money even effectual in a Christian life? You know, like, what does that mean? What does that look like? Who do we support with our money? Where do we sow our money? Should I even sow? Should I I tithe? Jesus himself said, No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Welcome to the Prayer Partner Podcast. Let's get into it. I'm telling you, this social media age, you know, COVID happened. People are coming on this platform. They put a cash app there. It's crazy. And they say, give, 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 whatever. I think that you you should have a local church. And you should give to that local church and the local pastor that is feeding you. You getting a prophetic word once every now and then from a man, and you say, I'm just going to sow, keep sowing, sowing. I think that that's a little risky, right? If you feel, if the Spirit of the Lord moves on you, I'm not talking about flesh or trying to get something back from the Lord, because a lot of people give with the intention to get back. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to sow because I'm going to get I'm, I'm going to get this back from God. And so they use money as a seed. Because they want money in return, or they want a house or a car, or or they want a healing or whatever. And um, and, and they point out that, and this might actually work too. That's what I was saying. There are principles that work. Like, and I don't want to stop you, Gordon, but I agree with what you're saying that people there are, and that's that connects with what you were saying earlier too about they're using the pastor, like you know they're 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 paying they're 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 sending money. They're more or less paying for their blessing in their minds. You know what I mean? And but I, de- I definitely don't want us to think that that is just a God thing. I think there is we're, we live in a cosmos that is bound by principles and the same way a, a godly man can benefit from from financially investing in the spirit. I think it's the, it just so it doesn't make it right or wrong, because what do you say to the people, Matthew, 
who, yeah, to Gordon's point, let's say that the people are asking people to give for greedy reasons within themselves is why they're asking people to give. However, the people that give are seeing blessings. How do we explain to them that this is still being done out of a wrong spirit, even if there might be blessings involved or, or, or even more than blessings, uh, signs you see, you see, you see outcome. Well, can, can I tell you, I, I, I do think that there are not, there are spiritual principles that there are certain spiritual principles. I say certain because I don't know about all right now, mm -hmm. but I think there are certain, there are certain spiritual principles that the unbeliever or those who are not in covenant relationship with God cannot infiltrate. They cannot get results from that, right? I, I think that if they do get results, it's a counterfeit result. It's not from the Lord because the devil is real and you will get results from him as well. And, and some things are naturally true. They're natural principles, natural laws that anyone can use that and you'll get results, right? I can, I'm not able to point out all of those laws, but I do think that there's some spiritual principles it's reserved. These spiritual principles are only reserved for the children of God, the people of God. Save. You can't manipulate God, right? And so, um, for instance, that's just why I said, in terms of even the, even the the, the 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 tithing, the tithing principle. That's another conversation we'll have. I have a different view on the tithing because, you know, um, whatever. Some people believe okay, they come and they give and they believe they give that tithe because they want to secure the ninety. And so it's like out of fear of losing or, or that 90 being cursed. Let me just give this 10, right? And they kind of like miss the principle in that, right? Because God is not after your money. God is after your heart. And so we, we know that for a fact. And money is one. I remember like I showed you with you guys. Money is one of those things that, you know, the Bible say money is one of those, one of the biggest things that competes with God, like literally. If it might be the most biggest number one, thing. Number one. Yeah. Yes. Number one. That yeah, didn't the Bible say you can't serve God and money? Yeah. Money, yeah. Money, I don't, money. And watch this. We know that God answers all things, but the Bible says concerning money, money, money answers answer all things. <laughs> That's how it competes with God because it is the only God that can literally, it can disguise itself as a God because it answers wow. all of your problems. Right? And so... And that's the reason why a lot of times with this money and all kind of stuff, it's a lot goes on with the money. So I do believe, again, that these principles, there are certain principles, like just to reiterate, reiterate a point, there are certain principles that are uh, reserved for the children of God. I do believe, again, we got to be very careful the way we deal with money. I'm thinking money can answer all things or we can manipulate God with it. The thing is, I, I think one of the big, one of the biggest seeds you can sow into true man or woman of God that preaches the word is your obedience. Take the word that they said, apply it and see the power of that word in your life. That will be the biggest gift to them because it's like, I've done my part and I see the results. That was profound, man. That, that's perfect. It's not just to them. Excuse me. It's just not to them alone because they're in the middle of that message, right? There's something that flow from the top to them and to you. All right. So the obedience to the words that flow to you, it, it's obedience to God. All right. So you you basically completed the transaction between what God, you know, what God wants to see happen. Right. God, God released the word into the into the atmosphere, you know, for that moment. 
and then you tap into that word and you receive it in your heart. And the moment that exchange happened and you obediently uh, uh, follow what was given, there's a completion of assignment for whoever gave the word. Mm -hmm. Right? So there's a completion of assignment because at that point, their job is done. Yes, yes. All right? And 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 then they get a reward and mm -hmm. as you get the same reward as well. So, 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 so you're, you're dead on when, when you say that it, what, what one can give is obedience. And in that obedience is if you have already made that connection with God in where in an instant, God can then minister to you as an individual mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and bless that man of God, because in that you're still operating in that space of obedience. All right. So, so, so there will be, you even because it said god loved a, a cheerful giver. giver yes so then it's gonna come flow out of the river of joy of your soul that wow okay i received this connection from god and it's so deep for me that i you know what i just want to forget money do you know that some people they go to dealership and buy a car for the church all right that worth tons of money all right and they buy for the church because even if some church doesn't even need it, you know, they, they don't need that car. And some of them even end up giving that car to a member that is in need of it, that I know, I've heard a testimony, that I know, mm. give that, you know, because a member needs it. You know where we need to get to in, in the Christendom? Where we, we operate in that manner, all right? Where we are so deeply connected that if everything is flowing the way to be flowing, you know, I dream of a church. Mm. My dream of a church is a church where what Israel described earlier, what you have talked about today, what everyone has talked about today is actually taking place. Where there's obedience to God instruction, where there is no restriction to God's spirit moving. All right. Where no one is restricted or, 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 or just, you know, uh, uh, put in this, what's the word you know that that oh this, this is the only place you could function all right this is the only oh the, the, god put so much talent on you i see this talent on you a man is telling you that he sees this talent in you and this is the only place you go function mm. you know and so they restrict you to that place alone mm. mind you god god do want to shift god have so many area where you could function but because uh, a person like Brother Jack is not in place to kind of pull you out of that place because you could be so uncomfortable, you know, to say that, oh, I don't, I'm so fearful of crowd, you know. I'm talking, you know, to that extent where, oh, Gordon, come, um, come to our church and just, you know, you they don't have any clue who you are. Someone bought your book and said, you know what, let's invite this man to pray with us based on what we have experienced in this book where you don't you were not expecting that you're not a member of their church but they could they call you him because of the faith they have in you i dream of such a church i dream of such a church where when then people receive the same thing Israel said they received that day and then they react to it immediately because it's an instant message coming from heaven to them and then mm -hmm. the download of that message cause a transformation transformative experience for them and then they act accordingly you will see a move of the church if that is taking place. But the mm -hmm. problem we are having is that there's a dilute, dilution of the, the, the word of God, number one, and then the processes. 
all right? People want, you know, they've been accustomed to a way. Like I, I, I was I was sharing what we talk about here, you know, with my wife yesterday, uh, yesterday and saying that fundamental, you know, things is what we talk about, you know, that God gave us. And honestly, all we got to do is to go back to them and make sure we honor those things and don't ignore them. You know, if everyone within the church will honor God, so an Esther where they just do the obedience, they follow the forgiveness, you know, they love everyone the way they should love. Mm -hmm. Practice fasting when everyone is called on to fast. Nobody will say, I'm not doing that. You know, that's not for me. You know, there's one is, there's one accord. You want to tell me that anything will stop the church of God? You know, where the money is is taken care of them the right way. You know, nobody's greedy. Nobody's jealous of another person's gift. You know, nobody's saying that, you know what, this one can write a book. Or even if he doesn't know how to write a book, he, at least he, he followed God's instruction and he wrote the book anyway. We're going to write the buy the book and we're going to read the book. You know, mm -hmm. are we going to follow exactly what he, because he said God said. And, and guess what? Because of the obedience, we all profit from it. You know, mm -hmm. and if, if the church will walk that way. I want to be part of that church. You know, there's a story in the Bible where Jesus was asked by the Pharisees whether or not people should pay taxes. And so he asked for a coin and he asked the people, well, whose image is on this coin? And everybody responds, Caesar's. And so he responds, render to Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. What does that mean for us? Ultimately, if you're not receiving from God, whether or not you you put money out or not it does it wouldn't matter it doesn't matter what matters is that you're receiving something within what happens within changes the without and so in the case of money render unto caesar what is caesar's and what is god's give to god this was the prayer partner podcast thanks for tuning in until next time grace and peace y'all